Fugitive. Though the Republic has won many decisive battles against the Separatist army in the Outer Rim, the Jedi have failed to capture the elusive General Grievous. After specifically targeting members of the Jedi Council, a trap was set. But following a fierce confrontation, the droid general managed to escape to the surface of the planet Seleucami. Now the chase is on as General Kenobi leads a squadron of clone troopers and closes in on his desperate target. Bucketheads, Mavar Tigar, welcome to the 68th Deserter Defending episode of MandoVision, Nargai Tom. Thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, follow, share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert if possible, so inclined, and on Apple Podcasts, give us a sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They are the best way to help us defeat the evil algorithm. And they also help independent, small independent shows like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle. And, uh, yeah, always always good to have more people checking out the show, right? So all the help we can get is, is truly, truly appreciated. Once again, thanks for coming on board. Thanks for hanging out on Mandovision today. I'm really excited to get to this episode. You know, uh, as soon as as soon as Cut re reemerged in in uh, this first season of the Bad Batch, uh, and I knew this episode was on the horizon, I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to get back to that episode," because it, it's been a long time since I sat down and watched this one. So, getting into this week's episode, which is season two, episode ten, "The Deserter," which you know, at first I thought was about you know, like like you know brownie sundays and, and chocolate cakes and stuff like that, but it was not that kind of deserter. Uh, sorry, I, w I just got a little hungry. Anyways, <laughs> so it's such a stupid joke. <laughs> Anyways, an actual deserter, a deserter from the the Grand Army of the Republic. And, you know, knowing what we know, that it's Cut, who we just were reacquainted with on the Bad Batch. Really, really excited to get into this one. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get into this one. And I can't wait. This is... Uh, this is the, this is one of those episodes that has like some some uh, philosophizing in it. You know, we're gonna break down some of the philosophies of of both Rex and Cut, and 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 sort of how their their viewpoints oppose, but they aren't uh, they aren't entirely dissimilar. It's it's just sort of a matter of uh, perspective and what you believe, and and it's it's all very very interesting stuff. And uh, in, in the background, while all that's going on between Cut and Rex, uh, we have Kenobi. Hot on the heels of General Grievous after he crash lands on Salukamai. And, and uh, um, you know, I mean, it's... That's a great action-packed part of the story, too. Don't, 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 don't get it twisted, all right? I'm not trying to say that it's not. But it's definitely, like, the B story. And because, well, because, you know, he's not going to catch Grievous. Grievous is getting away as usual. So, so there's not any kind of, like... I don't know, not any kind of sense of, of 
you know, this must be handled now. This this could be the this this could be it. Kenobi could finally get his hands on Grievous. I think we all know that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> so we get to focus on on Cut, his family, uh, Rex, uh, recovering from a from a very bad injury, and uh, yeah, this is a good one. I can't wait to get into it. Let's let's kind of get the particulars out of the way before we dive right in. So yes, season two, episode ten, The Deserter. Original air date was January first, two thousand and ten. Our plot for this episode. Obi-Wan and a detachment of the 501st track down General Grievous on Seleucami. When Captain Rex is injured, he is taken to a farmhouse to recuperate, only to find the farmer has a familiar face. Ooh. Yeah. We know why. We certainly know why. This episode is directed by uh, Robert Dalva, written by Carl Ellsworth, with uh, Drew, Z- Drew Z. Greenberg once again as the supervising writer for the, for the series. Our main voice talent today. James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi, D. Bradley Baker, the Clone Troopers, Captain Rex, Commander Cody, Hardcase, Jesse, Kix, Cut, Laquane, all of those characters. Matthew Wood is General Grievous and the Battle Droids. Nika Futterman returns as uh, Shaiya. I know I said her name wrong. Shai- Shai- <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Car P- Pifko is Sue. Kath, uh, Kath Sosi is Jack. Tom Kane is our narrator. So... Yeah, let's let's kind of talk about. It. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, and let me give you the Jedi fortune cookie first. All right, it is the quest for honor that makes one honorable, and yeah, this episode is picking right up where we left off. So we're gonna dive into it on the other side of the of the of the clip. You know what's coming next. All right, it is that time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Instead of scattering our troops looking for all the escape pods. We shall head towards the wreckage of the landing transport first. Contact the fleet! Sir, our transmitter is destroyed. There is only one escape pod that survived. We must get there as quickly as possible. Let's hope the transmitter is still intact. Alright, let's get into it. Now, normally I don't open with, with, you know, uh, two clips two scenes that kind of like play one after the other we don't do that too often here on the show i wanted to do that because um did you hear what i heard <laughs> that uh, the kenobi's part of kenobi's plan is to not focus on finding all the various escape pods uh from the wreckage of the of the, of the separatist ship uh but we find out from that battle droid that only one escape pod survived and is functioning so that's uh that's an interesting bit of a, a contradiction you, you think maybe kenobi would would be able to have access to some of this data too. Maybe maybe have some surveying. Maybe he knows because maybe he helps shoot down some of these these escape pods. Just a little weird inconsistency here, and and you know I guess you know functioning doesn't really necessarily mean anything. You know you, the escape pods, but maybe just hit the ground, and you know that's when they were damaged and destroyed. Didn't maybe didn't have anything to do with the Republic shooting down escape pods. That doesn't sound like a really Republic maneuver to shoot escape pods. Then again, if they know that they're shooting down droids, maybe it's not that big a deal. I don't know. It's something to ponder initially as, as we kind of get into this episode. So, yeah, there we go. And you also get the idea for, for Grievous' plans, too. They are unable to contact their fleet, so they have to find a functioning escape pod so that they can call in reinforcements to come and pick them up. Uh, and he needs a ride. <laughs> so uh, Grievous gets a ride on, on, on a reek in this episode, which you will um, remember as the creature that... Uh, they fight in the in the Geonosian pit, you know, it it in in uh, Attack of the Clones. I'm trying to think who focused mostly Anakin. I think Anakin got to fight the Reek the most in that episode. 
uh, or in that film, I should say. So kind of fun to get to see that, and it's an interesting image of of Grievous riding around on, on a giant horned uh, lizard. So <laughs> is lizard the right word? I don't know if lizard is the right word, but a giant horned beast uh, is, is something to, to see, and he's making his droids walk. And uh, that's not good for their power systems. This is something that we haven't... I don't think we've really seen just yet. You know, uh, the droids running out of power. You know, they haven't been able to charge up. They haven't, they're cut off from, from, from the juice. And Grievous is making them hoof it over all this territory. And it's causing their batteries to drain. And, and you'll hear and see them just dropping and, and hitting the ground and not getting back up because they have no juice left in them. So that was always something pretty, pretty interesting for the episode, I thought. All right, let's go ahead and play this scene here where uh, Kenobi thinks he's getting the upper hand. He's going to be able to get down to Grievous and find him. This is shortly after Rex is injured uh, by, a, by, a, by an attack from a sniper, command, a commando droid in sniper mode. Picks him off, shoots him right in the chest. Uh, gruesome, gruesome stuff here. But we'll, we'll, we'll kind of let that scene play into the next one, too. So you'll, you'll hear it as they uh, make, a, make a plan to help out Rex. Check it out here. As they uh, first, you're gonna get the Cody and, and the other clones, uh, revi- you know, scanning a battle droid's memory, going through its, its programming, and uh, uh, seeing what happened. Why did these uh, escape pods all crash? What do you have? We've broken the access codes and powered up the droid's guidance system. According to his memory logs, he fired the emergency thrusters on the escape pod to avoid a mid-air collision. Collision with what? Another escape pod. There was no time to correct for the steeper glide path, which is why this droid's pod crashed. Can you pinpoint the landing zone for the other part? I can put us within two to three clicks of it, sir. Alert the men. We've picked up the scent. That's a funny moment, the way... Again, it, it, it's the B story, but it, it gets a lot of attention, like a lot of credit. Like, somehow Kenobi was going to be able to get Grievous and, 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 and the Clone Wars. I think everyone is a viewer, even if you were watching this as a little kid... I think you knew Grievous was getting away. You, you've seen Attack of the Clones. Or, I'm sorry, you saw, you saw Revenge of the Sith. You know that Grievous always gets away until the end when he finally doesn't. Uh, so it, it's interesting. And again, the, the the philosophical aspect of this episode is what I really want to spend a lot of time focusing on. But we can't ignore Kenobi's pursuit of Grievous. So I And, and I do like it because it is well done. And it leads to some really great action sequences. Again, more Kenobi versus Grievous. That's good stuff. And it helps to sort of give more meaning and more understanding when we see the final battle between Kenobi and Grievous in episode 3. So I don't want to I don't want to downplay the, this portion of the storyline and in these 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 action scenes and these these lightsaber battles with with General Grievous and Kenobi because they are important. Uh, I just for some reason for me I I really enjoy the, the like I said the philosophical aspects of this episode when when cut and Rex finally get together and have a little chat chat. And we'll, we'll really get into it there. But uh, this is after Rex. Rex is on the ground. He's unconscious. He needs help. And uh, the clones are going to uh, size up his injuries. How bad? Pretty bad. I need to remove his armor to see the full extent of the damage. Those snipers might have called for backup. Unless we want to start getting picked off one by one, we should find better cover first. Wait a minute. Those critters are domesticated. Sir? I think we're on farmland. And where there's a farm, there's usually a farmer. Let's find his homestead. 
All right, so they're, they're going to grab Rex and make it to the farm. We're going to check that scene out too in a little bit. Uh, the, the the critters, the domesticated critters they're referring to, I I want to say those are those are EOPs, which we've seen in, or at least a variation of the, the EOPs that we've seen in in. Uh, I believe it was in, in Phantom Menace when we first saw the EOPs on Tatooine. So it, it's some, it looks like a variation of of the of one. I I couldn't swear to it, and I wasn't able to find anything reliable that that's in fact what we're looking at as this domesticated creature on farmland. So you know, that's okay. It's a minor detail, but it's exciting. And I should mention also, um, I really did like uh, the the way in which again the action in this episode is really really strong and really really great. And I love speeder bikes. I am a sucker for a good speeder bike scene. And again, seeing Rex get picked off. Uh, off of his speeder bike is just woof. That's some. That's some cool. That's a cool scene. It you know. Luckily Rex is okay, and I can say that. Yeah, that would have been a terrible way for him to for him to come to meet his maker. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> but really cool action in this episode. Like like I said, I under I, I love the quiet talking parts of this one, but the action's still so good. It's still really top notch stuff. All right, so here now the clones are arriving at the farmstead, the home. Instead, the farm out the homestead, <laughs> and uh, they're, yeah, they're gonna ask for permission to take care of Rex. Here we go. Easy with that weapon, ma'am. We're here as friends. State your business. Our captain's been hurt. We need. I'm no doctor, so just. We have a medic, ma'am. We just need a place to tend him overnight. Mommy, who's... get back inside, both of you. Oh, mom. Look, there are some benches out back in the barn. It's the best I can do. That'll be fine, ma'am. Thank you. All right, so they're going to patch up Rex, and we'll get to the next scene there. Uh, but that's our first introduction to uh, uh, Shaia and her, and her children. I know I'm saying her name wrong. I apologize very much so. But, uh, yeah, so now we're tending to Rex. And this it, it feels like this is the slow part of the story. Like, this is going to be a, a slow side. And uh, I have to confess that, that in my memories of this episode, when Rex and, and Cut sort of come to an understanding with one another... I always, my recollection was always that, that that cut was more in the mix of the Kenobi Grievous storyline as opposed to what happens in this one. But we'll talk about that as we get there. Don't worry. All right. So Rex is off recovering. They got him squared away, patched up. Uh, we find out how close he came to getting getting uh, uh, eliminated from the Clone Wars. And and uh, let's cut back to Grievous and Kenobi's the hunt for Grievous as Kenobi finds one of the escape pods and they're going to hopefully be able to, to, to locate the position of the other escape pod and, and, and track down Grievous. I wanted to play this one sequence here. Grievous is getting frustrated, frustrated with his droids uh, as they continue to uh, run, out of, run, out of, run out of juice. Uh, I don't know. It made me laugh. Check it out. Ah, we should be there by now. We are set there almost. You had better be interpreting the coordinates correctly. Oh, no. We're almost there, sir. One click out, straight ahead. All right, so the one, in case you didn't, obviously, you're not watching, unless you're watching it with me. But yeah, I love how when that droid powers down, he kind of goes into that folded up position that we became very familiar in in The Phantom Menace. Uh, something I thought was really nice. Instead of just like, kind of falling over sideways, he kind of re- goes back into his re- like resting position. I-, I thought that was an interesting little thing to note. I don't know if I've seen that before in my memories. Yeah, I'm not sure if I had seen that before. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we've watched two seasons of The Clone Wars. It's possible we've seen that before. I don't, re- I don't re- quite recall 
uh, because I think this is the first time we've seen them actually just not have power. We've seen them power down. I, but I guess I shouldn't be too surprised that it's ultimately the same as as selectively choosing to power themselves down or whatnot. Anyways, let's get, let's cut back to the farm and we're gonna we're gonna get the meeting between Rex and Cut and we're gonna try and let that play. We're gonna let a lot of that play out because it, it is definitely an interesting conversation. Also, at this point too, uh, we didn't play the scene where uh, where, the, where the children come to the barn and they see see Rex and they say in Rex's presence that. You know, they they look like their dad. So that's something... Uh, so I think at that point Rex is suspicious of something. I don't think he quite suspects this, that it's it's a, 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 a brother of his uh, who has left the Grand Army of the Republic because such a, such a thing seems uh, not very common amongst the clones. But obviously it, it does happen. So uh, let's go ahead and get to that scene now. All right, so Cut has just knocked away Rex's blaster. Rex is still very injured. You can tell he's kind of holding his chest right now in the scene. But let's go ahead and hear the, start hearing the dialogue play out. Who are you? What are you doing here? You're a clone. So, I see the war has finally made its way out here. And I guess I can expect a visit from some droids soon. What's your number and rank? <laughs> My name is Laquane. Cut Laquane. And I'm just a simple farmer. You're a deserter. Well, I like to think I'm merely exercising my freedom to choose. To choose not to kill for a living. That is not your choice to make. You swore an oath to the Republic. You have a duty. I have a duty. You're right. But it's to my family. All right, we're going to play some more of that in a moment. Uh, this, this goes back to something that we've, t we've talked about between, just between us. You know, one of one of my uh, one of my uh, uh, I don't know I don't know what you want to call it. It's not like a tent pole or anything like that. Like I don't prop this show up on this the, on this philosophy. Uh, but I like exploring the idea of the clone army as uh, a slave army, and part of the reason why the Jedi were became blinded to the actions to the dark side of the Force because they were on the wrong path and they were obscuring their own vision by doing something like this by employing a slave army that was there against their choice against. Uh, I want to say against their will, but it's not against their will because they're born and bred and, and, and trained for this. But they're never given the choice. So, I you know, again, it's 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 a, there's a lot of distinctions to be made there, but it's it's an interesting one to explore and to play with. And Cut is a character who uh, embodies that that distinction of someone who recognizes that as a being in the universe, in the galaxy. He has the ability to make choices for himself. And that's why I think this is a really great episode because, you know, Rex is all about duty and loyalty and, and honor, and, and he's not wrong either. But Cut makes very valid points about what, why and what he's done. And, and uh, I think, it, again, I, I like Star Wars the best when it's having these conversations. You don't always have to get to an answer. You don't always have to come to a conclusion with with what you're saying, but present two sides and let people decide um, um, what they think of of Cut making this choice, or or Rex for kind of holding his feet to the fire for a little bit, calling him calling him a traitor, and and a deserter, and and uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. Let's play the back half of that of that conversation. Does that count, or do you still plan to turn me in? Do I have a choice? Daddy, you're I drew you, Dad. <laughs> well, well, well. 
That's great, Jack. I see you two have met. He looks just like you, Daddy. I told them. Oh, you did, huh? I was just making our guest Captain, um... What's your number? Rex. I also have a name, believe it or not. He was injured. His men brought him here. I told them he could stay just for the night. Of course he can. We never turn away those in need, do we? No, we always help anyone we can. Right. You, um, you look hungry, Rex. Um, no, I'm fine. I'll, I'll stay here. No, you have to eat with us. Please, please, please. <laughs> They're never please, gonna stop. Oh, those please. kids. So yes. precocious. All right, I'll join you. Yeah! Rex's attitude, you can see it. Rex's attitude changes quite a bit uh, when the kids come in there and he sees uh, Cut interacting with his children and, and, and seeing uh, how he is with his children. And again, it's something that they will, they will discuss later in the episode, but the, the, the whole idea that, that this is something that you know Rex may not have any say in, the, uh, the, uh, the idea to have a family of his own at some point. You know, will he ever get there? And that's something that we're talking about in our Bad Batch discussions right now, you know, what is the fate of the clone army ultimately going to be? Are the, you know, is the Empire going to let them age out and, and, and go, go retire? Or are they going to be treated like property, uh, like you would probably assume they are, and, and sort of retired in a very different way? And that's something that we're talking about now as, as you know, the Empire begins its, its conscription of, of galactic citizens to the Imperial military. And and so there's there's a nice uh, nice you know logic here that that we're kind of touching back on. We're going back and revisiting some of these earlier elements that were in play uh, before the Bad Batch, but we're always there, and we're we're still kind of talking about them now, and and they're bringing it up in a different way with the Bad Batch in in this uh, post Republic you know dawn of the Empire era, which is really really fascinating and really really interesting, and I hope you guys are nerding out on that, on that stuff as much as I am. Uh, let's play the dinner scene. What do you think? I'm, I'm going to try not to let it run super long, but there's some interesting conversation in here, and I want to try to get as much of it in there as I can. Yes, well, you and I may be clones, but we're still individuals. You have a name rather than a number, Captain. Why is that? Perhaps our leaders feel it's a more efficient way of distinguishing us. More efficient than a number? Hmm. I doubt the Kaminoans think that way. Still, a name has to make you feel unique. Especially in an army where everyone looks like you and talks like Actually, you. Actually, I've never really thought about it. Yes, you have. Well, how would you know? Because I am as close to you as any life form can be. I've seen how you look at my family, our home. Come on, Rex, admit it. You've thought about what your life could look like if you would also leave the army and choose the life you want. What if I am choosing the life I want? All right, I just wanted to pause it there real quick because there's a lot of quiet moments in the scene too where Rex is looking at the family and, and he is rolling these ideas around in his head and then sort of, you know, I don't know, I don't want to speculate that he's daydreaming or anything like that, like, but he, it's, it's a possibility. I think Rex is trying to decide, will he, you know, I think he's trying to explore the possibility of, of ever having a life outside of the Grand Army if it's even a thing worth considering or is it always going to be about the job and the, and the missions and there'll never be an opportunity to to have the life that cut the Kwan has has made for himself after again deserting 
and which is is you know we can argue the right and wrongness of that all day long. In in Rex's eyes, he does view it as wrong, <laughs> but he's looking at this now and he, he's seeing it. I think he's seeing it in a little bit of a different light now, uh, as he sees everything that that Cut has gained for himself by deserting and and living this this life of of uh, farming down Salukamai. Let's let's play the rest of the chat. What if I'm staying in the army because it's meaningful to me? And how is it meaningful? Because I'm part of the most pivotal moment in the history of the Republic. If we fail, then our children and their children could be forced to live under an evil I can't well imagine. If you were to have children, of course, but that would be against the rules, wouldn't it? Isn't that what somebody programmed you to believe, Captain? No, Cut, it's simply what I believe. It doesn't matter if it's my children or other people's children. Does that meet with your approval? Perfectly. To each his own. That's what I always say. What does that mean, Daddy? It means you can do anything with your life that you want to. Alright, there you go. There's a scene. And now we get back into to Grievous. And, I'm sorry, Kenobi on the hunt for Grievous. And uh, yeah, there's good stuff here. Again, the action stuff is really good. When we cut back to Kenobi's pursuit of Grievous, it's all interesting stuff. And, and like I said, my recollections of this episode... Um, are a little fuzzy, to say the least. Um, but this conversation, the discussions that Rex and, and Cut have with one another, I find just endlessly fascinating. You know, we talked, they talked about it there. You know, what if Rex finds this service to be fulfilling? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, I think each, every single one of us probably knows somebody who uh, is a career military person. And it's not because it's the only thing they can do. It's because they like doing it, and they're probably really good at it. And it, they find it fulfilling and rewarding, and that is the most important thing. So Grievous arrives at his skate pod. It's time for him to to make the phone call. <laughs> you know, not the phone call. He's got to make the transmission that he needs to call in the fleet because he got he has to get off Salukamai before uh, before Kenobi's able to track him down. Kenobi and Jesse are hot in pursuit, uh, and we're gonna go back to the Luquan house. Uh, for a game of the Jarek, you know, Hollow Chess, the one that we saw uh, Chewbacca and R2-D2 playing in A New Hope. Yes, the Jarek. You know the game, you love the game. Um, i trying to think if I want to play, how much of that scene I want to play, but let's go ahead and give it a go. What do you think? Good move. Very good move. So what was it? What made me decide to leave the Corps? Shortly after the Battle of Geonosis, our troop transport got caught between two Separatist gunships. They fired on us with everything they had. We crashed. Most of us were either dead or severely injured. So when they started working their way through the wounded, killing us off, I knew there was no hope. I ran. It still haunts me. I'm sorry. It's the day I felt my life didn't have any meaning. Everyone I cared about, my team, was gone. I was just another expendable clone, waiting for my turn to be slaughtered in a war that made no sense to me. Can you understand that, Rex? I've been in countless battles and lost many brothers. They were my family, my home. All right, you have to pause it there. Really good stuff, really deep emotional stuff. 
I don't know what else there is to say. It's all right there, but I like that you're seeing uh, Rex come to understand Cut, come to sympathize and empathize with Cut, the situation that he was in, and the choices he had to make. Yeah, Cut has quite the quite the tale from 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 Geonosis, and uh, I I definitely think it helps Rex to to better understand and empathize with with the man for the choices he makes. I mean, just the just just the idea of the the battle droids walking amongst like the wreckage of his ship and just picking off injured clone troopers who are probably just laying on the ground defenseless. Uh, just not cool. It's very, very dark. <laughs> Let's go ahead and check out the rest of their conversation over the hollow chess table. The Jarek. Daddy, we finished our chores. Can we go outside and play? Please. Okay, only for a few minutes. Thank you, Daddy. Come on, Jack. And keep the house in view. We will. All right, they're going to go out and get into trouble. Children. I know you think I'm a coward, Rex. But believe me, I'll fight to my last breath to keep them safe. And he's going to have to prove it. All right, so now here's where we get uh, droids opening fire on Kenobi's forces. Cut's kids are out playing, and they find one of the downed escape pods. This has... Uh, commando droids in it. They are inactive at the moment. They've crashed hard, and they're one of these these uh, deactivated escape pods from the shuttle wreckage that we in the, in that first clip that we played to open the show. Uh, this is when the they get activated. The kids accidentally reactivate the droids, and now they're in the fields, coming towards the house to cause major major damage, and and chaos will ensue. We're going to get cut versus the commander droids. Now, it, it, we should note also that the commander droids are banged up. They're not functioning at 100% optimum levels. But it's still, it's, it's, there's a lot of them, and the commander droids are rather dangerous. And Rex is not, you know, 100% himself. So they're going to defend the house Home Alone style. <laughs> well, maybe not Home Alone style. But they're going to, they're going to have to defend the, har- the, home, the farmstead from these commander droids with, with only a, a, a little bit of weapons. You know, they're not heavily armed. At the, the Laquans are not a heavily armed farming family. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the shuttle is there to rescue Grievous. It's there. He's, Grievous is going to try to make his escape. You're going to get Kenobi versus Grievous. And we get, we cut back and forth between lightsaber fight with Kenobi and Grievous, cut versus the droids. Um, and then he gets pinned down by a beam that collapses in the house. And it's up to Rex to to help defend the family uh, while while Cut is pinned down and is trying to escape from that beam that's holding him back, but eventually they are able to save the day. Rex and Cut team up together. They are able to eliminate all the battle droids, um, all the commando droids that are in the house, and it's it's great. It's a really fun, great sequence. You know, using the the it has a great feel to it. I should just say it like that. It, the, the the droids coming through the windows of the house. You know, just sort of like they're they're sort of. Uh, in this like, automaton state, you know, where they're just kind of doing like their base programs, like do kill, do kill, kind of kind of thing going on with them. They're not, they don't, they're not under any specific orders. No one's really controlling them. They're just kind of again re- reverted to their basic programming to to kill Republic forces, which I guess they assumed the kids were, and they see the house there, and well, I guess that's Republic forces too. No real explanations given as to why they they go off that way, but. Uh, again, they're damaged. They're not functioning correctly. So let's just assume that that is the basics of it. Here, I want to. I do want to play the the clip from when Rex and 
Cut are getting ready to defend the house when they're grabbing the little bit of armaments that that Cut still has from his time as as a clone uh, clone trooper, and uh, now his other weapon that he has is a farmer. So check this out. You can catch them in a crossfire. You take that corner. No, Captain. With respect, you're not in charge here. Well, I, I can be useful, sir. You're injured. You have only one good arm. But I can fight. So can I. Rex, I need you to be the last line of defense for my family. I'll take care of them. Thank you. Alright, time to lock it down. Here's the... And this is when the battle begins. And like I said, again, more top-notch, high-end action sequences. Uh... In, in what is a very stellar episode of the show. All right, so let's get back to Kenobi and Grievous engaged in a big lightsaber fight. This is it, right? Kenobi's going to get him. Kenobi's going to get General Grievous. Let's check it out. Lots of lightsaber action. Grievous with a kick to the chest. Forget trying to land. All right, Grievous shoots a grappling hook. Snags at the bottom. Yeah. Snags at the bottom of the shuttle and flies, flies away. Calls him Jedi scum. No, we're right back where we started. Call the cruisers. See if they can stop that ship. Right away, sir. And tell them to send someone to pick us up. Kenobi is not happy. Not happy at all. And this kind of we go now we come back to the the Quan farmstead excuse me to leave the Quan farmstead, and uh, they're going to say their goodbyes and they're going to wrap up our show. All right, that should do it. Captain Rex, are you going to turn in my husband? I'm sorry, Sue. It's my duty. But in my condition, I probably won't remember any of this. Thank you. You're still a deserter, cut. Which is certainly not a coward. Captain Rex, are you go. still with us? Yes, General Kenobi. I'm still with you, and thankfully on the men, sir. That's great news. We certainly missed you at the party. Sorry, sir, I had to attend one of my own. Can't wait to hear about it. We're standing by. You're welcome to stay, Rex. This is your home, Cut. My family is elsewhere. Goodbye. Bye. And there you go. Rex is going to head off into the sunset, made a new friend with the Laquans. And again, we know that we see, we'll see Cut again. And, uh, you know, you have to go on, go on the assumption that, that Rex has very quietly told a few clones and pointed them in Cut's direction. Because I think that's something they definitely made reference to uh, when we meet up with him again. Again, Clone Force 99 knows who he is. So, you know, it's possible that if there may have been a whole desertion thing going on and... and Cut has kind of been helping to be like a like a, a ferryman and like an underground kind of escape for clones who don't want to who don't want to serve the Grand Army of the Republic anymore. I'd like to explore that more fully, uh, and maybe I'm losing my mind because maybe I'm imagining that they said that in the Bad Batch. Uh, I guess I'll have to rewatch that episode, and if I have to, if I have to issue in a correction uh, next week on the show, I will. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's something to consider. Like obviously, like Rex let some of them in on on cut or or the, at some point earlier on uh clone force 99 made their own discovery of cut laquan and his family out there on on Salukamai. so 
hopefully we'll get to explore that more fully uh, one day down the road, but uh, something to consider. What did you think of this episode? I freaking loved it. This is an eight and a half. Easy. Easy. I love when Star Wars gets into its philosophies, uh, when it forces its characters to confront what they think they know versus, um, you know, other perspectives, other thoughts and ideas and ways of looking at things. I love that so, so much. So this is an eight and a half, super duper easy one. What'd you think of this one? Let me know. You know where to find me on social media. It's at Mando underscore Vision. Twitter, Instagram. Email me, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Love to talk about it on the show. Uh, and yeah, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. So remember, Clone Wars, re- uh, Clone Wars rewatch episodes on Mondays. We're doing the Bad Batch on Fridays. And if you'd like some other pop culture news, uh, check out the other podcast I have going on. It's called the TomCast Popcast, where we cover a wide swath of what's going on in the world of pop culture. Uh, we're currently uh, focusing a lot on the Loki series that's currently airing on Disney+, Plus, so that's been a lot of fun to get into that. Uh, but often on that show, we just do pop culture news, and sometimes we play some games, and we'll watch old movies and talk about them. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we just did, did a great one. I really enjoyed the one we did for Indiana Jones's 40th anniversary for Raiders of the Lost Ark. So if you have, if you have a chance, check out that episode. Uh, one, I'm I'm very I'm I'm proud of all the shows we do, but that one I, I thought was a, just a blast, just a blast. So let's get out of here. Let's let's wrap it up. We'll be back to talk more Star Wars very very soon because everyone loves talking about Star Wars. It's the most fun thing in the universe. All right, there's only one way this podcast can end, and this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.